Photon X photo, got a lot of photo, got a lot of photo. Photon X photo, got a lot of photo. Photon X photo, got a lot of photo, got a lot of photo. Photon X photo, got a lot of photo. Welcome to Photonics Photo, another session, season one, episode three. Okay, today, today is going to be about uh, the man behind the camera, the photographer behind the camera. Who is the photographer? Well, it's me, John Paul Kersey, and it's the backstory of my life and what I've had to deal with in life and where I came from and basically how I'm going to incorporate it to be relative to my channel is it's why I believe photography is such an amazing um, hobby for someone like myself and how it could possibly benefit other people that are in similar situations and um, maybe it can make them make them a better person or be more productive that uh, to the point where they can actually achieve and get a lot of things done. So at this point in life, I'm basically, um, you know, I mean, I'm engaged and, you know, raising somebody else's child and I'm living the day to day um, quite comfortably and have food, food on the table and a lot, abundance of food. And I have a roof over my head and, you know, have a car and have the, my ability to get from point A to point B and not stress too much about life. But that's all due and good timing and uh, you know there was a course of action over the, the 34 years I've lived on this planet so let's start from the beginning well I was born and raised in Canada in a province of Ontario in London Ontario and uh, in London I um, was born in 1986 Victorian Hospital and I uh, um, basically uh, I think I was. I think my mom, my mom's apartment where me, her and my dad lived was on King Edward. Then my mom and him got another place on Gray Street, and then we went to um, then we went to Devon Crescent, and then in Devon Crescent, uh, I think I was there for like four or five years, and then we moved, you know, to Stratford, and then we moved uh, from Stratford back to London, and then from in London, I went to a couple different schools, and then when I was 13 years old, my mother um, and I, I always, I'd always get in fights with my mom, and I'd always say, look, you know, I want to go live with my dad, I want to go live with my dad, and finally she said, fuck it, if you want to go live with your dad, go live with your dad. So I did it. First week I was there, instantly regretted it. You know, wasn't happy. Wanted to be with my mama, but you know, I couldn't because she moved away after I went and lived with my dad. So after a while, I kind of got used to it and you know, it was kind of fun because my dad always ordered fast food and KFC, you know, Chinese food and you know, McDonald's and, and also pizza. And it was, it was awesome. It was like what every kid would dream of, you know what I mean? And he'd get me toys, he'd get me nice clothes and he took good care of me. You know, he did a good, he was a good dad. And my mom was a good mom, and I, I love both my parents very much so. That love has never really kindered, it's just matured. But anyways, you know, so I, I grew up, and then I, I, when I was 16, I was a jackass, like most 16-year-olds, and I thought my shit didn't stink, and, you know, thought I was cool. And I got my own apartment, and I said, fuck it, Dad, I'm going to go and live on my own. So I did. 
went and lived with my own and was a little bastard, had a job, worked, you know, smoked pot, drank. When I was 16, owned my own two-bedroom apartment with some dude I met from work. We, he was my roommate. And uh, then he moved out, and then shit kind of went south after that. And it was, you know, basically that I, I was kind of on my own and in a world of opportunities and the world of freedom. Canada, London, Ontario still. The funny thing about me is that I actually never left Ontario. That's actually funny. Because a lot of people go all over the place, but I literally never left Ontario. I've just stayed in Ontario my whole life. Now, I've traveled all around Ontario. Don't get me wrong. It's a beautiful province. But I've never left my bubble. So anyways, back to the script. I, you know, was 16 and, you know, drinking and smoking lots of pot, doing zoomers, shrooms. I used to love shrooms. Eat them by the handfuls. Then I was working, I, I quit the, the, the parking lot attendant job, and then I went and worked at um, a couple hotels that were luxurious hotels, and I was a porter there, and uh, had fun, you know, and then all of a sudden my brain started getting wonky. Didn't know why, but it did. And uh, I, you know, basically had a fucking mental breakdown when I was like fucking 18 years old. And uh, basically, you know, went to the hospital and long story short, found out that I was fucking bipolar. And then I think it was six months to a year later, I found out I had type one diabetes. So I'm 19 years old at this point, had diabetes and bipolar. And I was like, holy fuck, what a crazy fucking shift of reality at such a young age. Rightfully so, though. I think things and faith happen for reasons, and that made and taught me discipline about eating and diet, taught me discipline about not being gl gluttonous and divulging in food that I shouldn't divulge in. Too many sweets and too many this and too many that. It was nuts, you know? So it, it, diabetes has taught me things. I wish I wasn't diabetic. No diabetic would say, oh, fuck it, I'm happy to be diabetic. No diabetic would say that. But uh, it did teach me things on my spiritual journey on this planet. So, you know, fast forward a little bit. I dropped out of high school at a very young age. Then I went, then I went back to adult education. I went to an adult high school. When I was, I think, 19 when I moved back to London because I moved to Tilsonburg and then I moved back to London and was in London for the remainder of my life. I lived in other cities like I lived in Woodstock, Tilsonburg, Ingersoll, fucking, you know, London, Windsor, Chatham. I lived all over the place for a little tad bits of time. Anyways, so here's me, you know, back in getting my my uh, one-bedroom apartment, and I said, fuck it, I'm going to get adult education. I was on assistance at the time, and uh, I got uh, my grade 12. So I was like, holy shit, I got my grade 12, and then after my grade 12, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with my life? So I just started working at a grocery store and, you know, working, working, working. Next thing you know it, I fucking meet this babe in a, in a grocery store. And I was like, holy shit. As soon as I saw her, it, it, it was like a fucking, like I lived this life already. And I got hit by a ton of bricks. And it's like, oh my God, look at that babe. She looked like the Irish queen from some crazy movie. I don't know, a movie. 
but anyway so i i saw this chick and i was like i gotta talk to her and then my my buddy at the time was breaking up with his girlfriend and his girlfriend was cray cray and uh she's like one of those barbies that you know did too much crack went on too many crack binges she didn't do she didn't smoke crack i don't i didn't associate with anybody that did hard drugs i never was someone that did hard drugs i was more of a naturalist my whole life oil hash mushrooms weed not alcohol i don't really like alcohol i still don't to this day and i i don't like booze i don't like liquor i don't like anything i have to drink to consume that uh gets me kind of tipsy i don't like that feeling i don't trust myself but anyways the point is is that uh i was um you know going to adult education i met this irish babe at a grocery store my buddy said um he's like uh, i was like man you gotta you gotta introduce me to this girl she's a fucking babe and i, I was like he's like just do it yourself man and i was like i can't do it I, I can't do it i didn't have the balls the kahunas i didn't have that at the time i i was young i was it's my first like this is my first girl that i saw it was a complete stranger and i had to turn a stranger into a girlfriend you know what i mean and you know it's not like when you're in high school it's not like when you're you know going to adult education and you know you meet like five girls in your one class but that's okay that's a different story but it's not like that it's more of a of a stranger interaction and you have to try to convince them to be your girlfriend kind of that's kind of what it is from a, from a young lad's perspective that's what it was so me and my buddy's like fuck I, he's like i he's went up to her and said oh can i get your number fucking i got her number actually i didn't get her number i i went there and i went to to see her and then she gave me she said meet me again meet me here in an hour i get off work and we can hang out and i was like holy shit i was like this is moving pretty quick she already wanted to hang out and then fucking i went there and she wasn't there and i was like oh she wasn't there she doesn't fucking like me I don't know, but I, I went back, you know, a couple days later. She was there again. She's like, oh, fuck, I, sorry I didn't see you. There was some fucking story because you never know. There's, you know, people have lives and shit happens when you're working. You don't always get off with the type of work that she was doing. You don't always get off at the time that you're presumed to get off at. And I was like, oh, fuck, this is great. So I'm not a creep coming back and harassing this complete stranger to be my girlfriend. So anyways, she gave me her number and fucking next thing you know, it fucking a couple months go by. She moved in. And then next thing you know, we dated for, I don't know, a year and a half after that. Then we had a baby out of wedlock and, you know, went through having a baby and then we broke up instantly pretty much after we had the baby. You know, we're both really young. Fucking love that kid though. She does too, you know. But anyways, so freaking, we, 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 we learned to, to, we learned to go through our times like we we is like one of those things where it's like you you loved each other a lot when you were together and then when you broke up it was like i fucking can't stand that person you know and then it's like you didn't like the woman that you had a baby with but you had a baby and i was only fucking 22 years old and uh but it then over over time it's like how do i make this work and we're at the part we're still trying to work it out you know as friends and we're still trying to work it out as as parents and you know it, it's it's an up it's a roller coaster it's been a roller coaster from day one and uh, i think when you're a young adult and you have a kid i think it's always going to be a roller coaster because the whole purpose of that relationship was to learn and and grow and and when you have a baby out of a of a learning experience it's it's not always going to work out the best because you're still young and you're still juvenile in a lot of ways when you're young i don't care 22 
22 is still young. I, I, I understand there's doctors and stuff that are like, you know, 25, 26. I get that. Some people mature differently. Some people have better opportunities. Some people have the wicked jump shot. Some people, you know, are, are just given good faith from the get-go, you know. Some people have those, those, those advantages, but when you have no advantages, you know, then it's kind of like you got to work with what you got. You can only make so much work. You can only make water boil for so long before you hit, you know, just, just condensation. You know what I mean? So anyways, you know, so me and her didn't really work out the greatest. We still talk. I still see my kid from time to time. It's not regular. It's, it's all over the place. And you know, that's life, man. You kind of learn to accept it for what it is and it is what it is. Like you can't, you can't force things. You can't have forced interactions. I know a lot of dads out there will be like, fuck, that's my kid. I got to have a forced interaction because I had a kid and that's my kid. Like they fucking own the human being. I don't own that child. My baby mama has custody because I signed and I gave her full custody because that's what a man does. He creates this little stress for the baby mom as he possibly can because the mom is who's raising your fucking child you know you don't want to cause all this stress and make an upset home because you're a fucking dipshit that wants you know your fucking your little mental anguishes in, in the child's upbringing you know you just gotta step aside and let the mom fucking do her job and if the mom's not capable and if you are capable then you do it someone's gotta fucking do it you know and if the person if the opposite person has the custody or has your child 24 7 365 times fucking you know 12 or times 10 or 11 or how many fucking years your kids old you step aside and say let the fucking woman have the reins and let her fucking raise the kid that you seeded you know what i mean because you seeded it you gave her the 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 gift of of babiness and you let her fucking let it fucking water it every day like a farmer dude and if she can't be the farmer, then you can. Someone's got to be the farmer. You know, you don't cause stress for the farmer. You don't send bills and these these harassing fucking letters and saying, "Oh, that's my that's my that's my plant. You better you better be you know be this pestered um, you know crypt keeper," because that's not who the fuck you are, and that's not what your role is. So me, this is how I think. So I whatever the baby mama says, that's how it goes. I don't uh, put up our arguments and that's what I've learned to do is you can't fucking argue with everybody in life because all it is is going to cause you stress. What happens with stress? Well, fucking cancer develops or a sickness or an illness because when I was before I had my breakdown when I was fucking 18 years old, I was stressed out. I had fucking barely any food, you know, living on my own. No fucking family had nowhere to be found. You know, no one's there to fucking help me. I was on my own. 18 man you know fucking you, you got you got fucking these kids nowadays living at home till they're like 25 you know not not even able to fucking cook hardly fucking more than 20 meals for themselves they're just fucking eat fucking cheap shit fast food all the time going out to the bars getting drunk then coming home to mommy and daddy's place that wasn't me bud i was on my own don't need a fucking award for it but that's just what i did I know I fucking wanted to do it. So I dove deep. I didn't have an oxygen tank. I fucking dove deep, man. And I was picking up fucking diamonds as I did it. But anyways, long story short about the baby mama, that, that's just what it was, you know, and me and her have learned to disagree, you know, agreed to disagree and fucking I gave her the reins. She took the reins. Actually, she slapped me in the face over the head with a controller. 
insulted me and beat me down to retardation. No, I'm joking. But anyway, so, you know, as, as someone that is 34 years old, I've gone through my fair share of shit, you know what I mean? And, you know, now I'm here on this podcast, you know, sitting here talking about the man behind the camera because the man behind the camera isn't always someone that doesn't have a story to tell, you know, doesn't have a story of their own, doesn't have emotions, doesn't have um, philosophies that or politics that regimes that they abide by, you know, doesn't have, you know, the people with every goddamn trade in this planet with every goddamn job has a life and a story and we're all unique and we all make a collective and that collective, whether it be God or something, I believe in God and I, I pray to God and with my inner self, my inner spirit, that's what consists of me. And that's what I've done my whole life is to pray to God. Do I pray to Jesus? Absolutely not. Do I praise, do I, do I pray to anybody else but God? No. And who do I pray when I pray to God? I pray to my fucking self because what I've read and multiple, multiple um, religious documentations is that God lives within. So when I speak to God, I speak to God to, through myself, in my mind, in my conscience. But anyways, going slipping off topic here, holy shit. But anyways, go, the, whole, the whole point of of me you know when i was you know going through a mental breakdown fucking you know find out i'm bipolar i'm like fucking jekyll and hyde always have been you know if you dated any of my fucking high school sweethearts or anybody that was in my life when i was a kid before i was medicated they would say geez this guy was fucking hot and cold man like one minute he's he's fucking your best friend hi life is but a bunch of roses and then next minute i'm like jesus fucking christ you know not literally but you know metaphorically speaking that's kind of how it was you know fucking just hot and cold dude like the Jekyll and Hyde you know that's where I think that even that whole persona came from back in the day when they had that I remember watching the Bugs Bunny and Tweety shows you know that little dude that was all furry and then running around the next thing you know and he's just like a nerdy doctor and then next minute you know he's a fucking monster eating everybody next minute you know he's fucking a nerdy doctor again yeah, that's kind of what my personality was like before being medicated and now that I'm medicated it's you know it is me I still am fucking Jekyll and Hyde at times doesn't mean I'm not properly medicated go fuck yourself I'm fine the way I am and fucking accept me for who I am and if you can't then fuck you I will have you executed out of my life not like uh, execution like fucking craziness but like executed as in bye cut the strings bitch but anyways fucking to the point of of my persona in life and my life and what it is that I was, let's fast forward it to um, after I went to, to get my, my high school education, I got my high school diploma and then I was like, okay, what, what do I do next? You know, working at a grocery store, met the baby mama, had a baby and then I was 22. Then, you know, I lived in this little shitty three-story walk up, met a group of friends, you know, hung out with this, this one broad for, for like a good fucking 10 years of my life. You know, just coasting by, not doing too much. I went to uh, during those ten years of my life, though. I did, I did achieve some things. I honestly did. I um, I uh, went to went to a trade school, which which the trade school was and is was and is because it's still functioning. I'm not going to name what school it was, but it's a private college. It's an actual fucking college. It's not like this. It's not like this fucking alumni program, but it's a college, man. And I got a college diploma in home renovation technologies. I got a fucking college diploma. 
you know, I worked after I graduated, I worked for a year for myself and, you know, did this little drywall company and fucking, you know, did some drywalling. I fucking, you know, worked for my dad for a bit doing contracting shit out and, you know, painting and, you know, I did all sorts of shit, but you know what I learned at the school, it's, I don't know, nothing that I couldn't learn from just doing it. You know, did I get a diploma in it? Of course. Yes. I have a college diploma as well. You know, but I also have other certificates. I also, at, at points and times throughout my life, I've worked at uh, a chemical factory refining uh, basically high um, pH leveled chemicals like sulfuric acids and and all just there's all different types of chemicals. Refine them to make them so I can put them back into the the earth and it's a lower ph level i lowered the ph level and made them less acidic and made it so i could put it in the earth so they could sit there for about you know 25 50 years to the point where the acidic level has reached to safe levels to be able to live again i've also worked for a cnc programming i did tool and die for a bit i also have worked for many factories on line work i also have worked um in motels all sorts of motels i've been a motel manager at one point i have also worked at walmart i have also worked and i actually fucking liked working at walmart it was a dope job i also worked at uh fucking everywhere man i worked in restaurant work i've been line cooks i've you know i've worked at kfc as a cook i've been a line cook at a couple restaurants you know for a year or two i've I fucking done it all, man. I'm like a jack of all trades, a master of none. But what am I doing? I'm slowly mastering photography because I find that in life, if you go and do everything and just do bits and pieces, you gain a lot of experiences. But at the same time, you don't become a master at anything. And that's why it's like a jack of all trades, a master of none. It's okay to be diversified in your work experience. Of course, you know, I've, I've stocked grocery stores. I've, I, you know, did produce stuff. I've, I've done lots of fucking things. Basically all the shitty jobs. I've had wicked job offerings. I worked in, you know, I worked on a sanitation crew for uh, a turkey factory. Um, I fucking, you know, anything you name it, that's, you know, that it was kind of like what fucking, you know, a good chunk of the world does do that kind of work. That's what I did. You know, I tried everything. And when, when, you, when you don't master something, you don't get the rewards that you so deserve as a human being. You see, if you stick to something for long enough, you will master it and then you will be desired for. Now, whether that be fucking a lifetime and then you die and then you have famedom when you're dead and your loved ones get to reap the benefits, or whether that be you're 40 years old and you're starting to reap benefits of sticking to something and fucking working it out, or whether that be you're you know 20 years old and you fucking stuck to your academics, your whole high school and college life, and now you're in university and you're gaining you know fandom through sticking it out, gaining momentum in a career because you stuck it out the whole time and didn't flip flop like a fucking you know fish out of water. No, the more you flip flop, the less. Um, the the less productive you're going to end up being because everything that you go if you jump from career to career you know it's not going to fucking work out i even worked at a at a fuck as a mechanic for a bit too like fuck man i've done everything honestly all the all the lower end jobs i've done you know i've i've been managers i've you know i've done all that stuff 
you know you can only do it for so long you, yeah you can stick to something if you're if you're if you're gonna that's a perfect example if you're gonna be a mechanic you gotta stick to it you know you get your, your tickets and all that stuff and then next thing you know it um you're gonna be you know you could open up your own mechanic shop one day and that's what your dreams are and so you stuck it out here for like 20 years and then one day you're like you know 40 years old opening up a mechanic shop and now you're the one one doing all the shit that behind the scenes that your manager or your boss or the owner of your company that you work for was doing before it's like you you move up in kind of mentality you move up in a state of mind you know what i mean but if you if you jump from place to place, you're never gonna get that to reach that state of mind of okay, you stuck it out. Now you're at the top of that field. You know what I mean? Whether it's like you know, as simple as working at McDonald's and becoming you know a fucking uh, a worker that makes the shit ton of money from working at McDonald's. That is possible. Some of these guys make good money from working at McDonald's. I'm not saying that's me, but I'm saying people have done that and do do that to this day. There are successful people and everywhere you fucking go walk in, there's someone making a good income off of being an employee or owning that business. And that's okay because they fucking stuck it out. Number one rule, bud, stick it out. Anyways, if I could give that advice to anyone that was younger, that's all I would say is find something, stick with it. You'll fucking reap benefits at one point in your life. Don't worry. Don't stress. Even if you hop around from place to place, try not to. But if you do, it's not the end of the world. You get fired, go back in that career. Get better at what they said you sucked at. You know, That's the one piece of advice that I would say to anyone that was younger and starting out again, starting from point A. Let's fucking stick with it, man. Same thing with your wife. You stick with your fucking wife too. You don't jump from woman to woman because you have to go through the same shit, whether it's fucking the hottest woman or the ugliest woman, the thinnest woman, or the biggest woman, you're gonna go through the same shit. So if you wanna do it in style, sure, but you're gonna have to pay for it. You wanna do it in fucking, you know, with a little bit of class, sure, but you're gonna have to pay for it. You're gonna have to stick it out with everything you do, your woman, or your man, or what, or your partner, I should say. You're, you have to stick it out with your partner, you have to stick it out with your job, you have to stick it out with your apartment. It's like me, I've been living in the same place for seven years. My rent's fucking next to nothing, man. I just found out that someone in my building pays fucking, you know, fucking almost double what I pay. I'm like, holy fuck. That's because I stuck it out for seven years. And I'm pretty sure if I stick it out for another seven, it'll be even cheaper and it'll be even more mind blowing. You know, if people thought like this in the world, there'd be a lot more successful people. Am I successful? Well, it all depends. I think successful is that term and definition is up to the individual and every individual has a different definition of successful. And that's okay because that world, that word is a multi-meaning word. It means something to the user saying it. But anyways, so back to, back to my life, I graduated college and I did the trade school, whatever the fuck you want to declassify me as. You know, and then I worked as a as a someone doing drywall and and you know basically maintenance, household maintenance and shit. Did that for a while, and then and then after that, I you know worked at Walmart for a couple for a year, and then I worked somewhere else, and I just kept working, 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 and then I was like, fuck it, you know, maybe I should look at ways to make money without actually working, because. I know a lot of people love to work, but you have to look at the seven ways or six ways to make diversify your income. 
And if you start diversifying your income and investing money here, investing money there, putting money so you make money on online uh, online AdSense and online revenue and online this and online this and online that, and then you start doing stuff in stocks and then you start doing stuff in, in uh, all sorts of ad revenue and revenue you can start doing people's taxes you can start opening up business you can start employing people you know you can you do you can do real estate you can you can go into um all sorts of like ways and and add revenue ways to stream money in and then once you start doing that and then you start um investing money into yourself and investing money into your hobbies and passions and you know sticking with shit you know, you'll start getting shit achieved, you know? And so that's kind of the backstory of me. You know what I mean? That's the backstory behind the photographer. And this is kind of the shit that I had to deal with, you know, as a life. I'm type one diabetic, you know, got a little bit of mental health issues. I am who I am. And that's, you know, I'm a human being too. And I have, you know, succumb and overcame and you know i'm still trekking i'm still going and i'm i'm a fucking individual man and so was everybody else you know i, I was thinking I, I don't know if i'm gonna go on too much you know but i, I also just read a another thing to kind of sway off this you know this topic but you know, someone said that uh, uh influencers and you know social media people don't really have education, you know? And I know people that are in heavy into social media that are educated. I know people that are heavy into social media that have university degrees. And I know people that are heavy into social media that are fucking doctors, man. Like, honestly, you really gotta think of who, why is the, why is the pot kept calling the kettle black? You know what I mean? You know, why, why is that happening? You know, people are saying left, right and center. Oh my God, these influencers are so uneducated and it's like the uneducated way to make money. And that is not true. Do I consider myself an influencer? Fuck no. I'm someone that likes to entertain. Whether you stumble upon my page or not, whether I decide to make an ad to attract people to my fucking, my site or my podcast or my YouTube or my fucking Instagram, then I do. Why? Because it fucking makes me money from selling shit. You know what I mean? I got lots of places online that I'm fucking making money. It's one of my revenue streams, one of the six ways of revenue streams. Also, another way that I self-sustain myself is back in when I was, uh, I think I was 24, I uh, came across a lawsuit. I'm not gonna say what company I was working for, but I had a lawsuit and I made fucking bank. And I had two things. They would pay me a sum of money. The, the, the verdict was, is that when I won the lawsuit, is that they would pay me a sum of money or they would pay me, you know, over the course of, of a certain period of time. And I was like, huh. And then I looked at the sum of money and I was like, geez, that's not, you know, even half of what it would be if I pay, they pay me over the course of time. So I took pay me over the course of time and every month I get a deposit in my bank account from whatever that I sued. I, I can't talk about it. But it, it goes to my bank and I live off that. And then I've made investments and I, I got investments making me money. I have fucking all sorts of things fucking making me money. And so 
it's not that I've scored. It's just that I had a really shitty thing happen to me. Let's just put it this way. I was working somewhere and fucking I, I slipped and I fucking pulled my hamstring, bud. And I fucking sued and again got a pretty big settlement because, because at the time I was training to go into a career that would have been a lifetime career that I can't do because I pulled that hamstring. You see, you catch my drift. So basically, because of that, and it wasn't that I pulled my hamstring, I tore my hamstring. My hamstring was torn. And because my hamstring was torn, it's, I wanted to assume a lawsuit. It took like fucking six years. You know, I didn't get the benefits, but I, once I did get the benefits, it kicked in. You know, it was a guaranteed thing. It just took time because lawsuits do take time. And that's essentially what has happened with my life. I'm self sustainable. You know, I was on assistance earlier in my early years. You know, I was fucking on welfare at one point. I was fucking, you know, you know, uh, living with my parents at one point, you know. And there was a point where I did live with my mom for a couple of years. I don't live with my mom anymore. I live with my fiance and my stepchild. I don't live with my own child. But I live with my fiance and my stepchild. I don't live with my fucking mom. I lived with her for a couple of years because her, her husband got murdered. And so I was helping her through shit. Then she got breast cancer. And then I was helping her through shit, you know. Cancer runs in my family. My dad's had fucking uh, kidney cancer as well, you know. And and you can't say anything caused cancer. No one knows what fucking causes cancer. I think as has a thing to do with gluttony of some kinds, but not all cancers have that. You think a fucking kid's gluttonous when they're fucking seven years old and they get cancer? No, it's not. It's really not. Like it's a fucking weird thing. It's a very bizarre th- way to die. You know what I mean? But uh, when people get cancer, it's like one of those things. You want to be close to them, especially if you really love them. You want to be as close as you possibly can. You want to spend all of your fucking waking time with that person. You know what I mean? Especially when something traumatic happens to that person. You want to be with them because you love them. You want to enforce your energy through their spirits to raise their spirits up to where you are. That's why I lived with my mom for a couple of years, you know, fucking five years ago i'm i am a mama's boy i gladly say that i fucking love my mom don't live with her now i did for a couple years five years ago you know i'm not a dude living in my parents basement you know what i mean fucking you know having fucking you know and getting fucking corn chips made for me every fucking day i'm not that dude you know i'm self-sustainable i fucking get from point a to point b you don't see me fucking hopping on fucking public transit you know, what I mean? you know what I mean? If it came down to that, I'd get another fucking car. I've been doing it for years. So to, to put it into perspective, you know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. Like, not too many people know about the lawsuit thing. It's very personal, you know what I mean? Because it's like a guaranteed fucking income for the rest of my life. I just, sometimes I can say it's this. Sometimes I say, I make up all these fucking reasons why I have money coming in. Because no one really needs to know. But fuck, if I'm going to be have a podcast and be open with people, I might as well be open with myself and tell it how it is. You know what I mean? How many fucking people are actually listening to this anyways? Not too many. But anyways, to bring it into perspective, I'm fucking, you know, I'm just living to get by. And that's that's me. That's me who's behind the story of Photonics Photo of John Paul Kersey and John John the Cameraman and, you know, the YouTubes and the social medias. Why do I pick social medias? Well, social media is a fucking an amazing thing, okay? You have to look at social media as a revenue stream. You know, you can 
do ads for products, you know, have affiliate links for Amazon. You can do ads where you sell uh, digital service. You can do things where you sell classes for something that you've picked up and you've mastered because you can master multiple things in life. You don't have to stick to one thing and be like, I'm going to master one thing and stick to it my whole entire life. No, that's not what you have to do. You can master a lot of things. I can pick four things do those four things repetitively through my whole life. I'll be amazing at those four things. I've mastered four things. A master is not a master with one thing, but multiples. And that's what makes that person a master is being good at multiple fucking things and mastering every single one. Yes, there's like a master fucking black belt. What the fuck's a good as a black belt going to do for you in this day and age when, you know, people, people, people know like jujitsu and fucking Krav Maga and fucking like a joint manipulation, fucking rip your fucking ear off while you're, you know, like, honestly, like, what is the point? You think a black belt's going to save your ass when I'm fucking taking a bat upside your head? No, it's not. You know, do you think I'm every fucking single person that you get in a fight with is going to want a fist fight? I don't think so. But anyways, fucking, I don't know, got a little aggressive there. See, that's my bipolar. Sometimes I'm just like, fuck you. But that's, that's me. That's my personality. That's who I am. You can put it on fucking uh, a tag on me. Go ahead. But that's just what it is. That's just what I am. But uh, yeah, you can master a bunch of things. And, you know, I, I, just, I just learned to make a revenue stream on social media. Because with social media, it's like one of those things where you can... You can really home in on your skills. You can home in on something creative and you can share it. And it's kind of like one of those places, like back in the day, you had to get, uh, uh, um, you had to, you basically had to get uh, like, a, 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 like some type of art museum or you had to have an art show or you had to have something demonstrating your work or hanging in a gallery or you know, doing something along those lines to show your artistic talents. You know, if you wanted to show that you're a musician, you had to go to an actual pub and play at the pub, and hopefully someone will see you to scout you out. That's what you had to do back in the day. If you wanted to show that you're, you know, a wicked pianist. Well, being a pianist, you had to go and try to play somewhere so you could get heard. If you wanted to, if you wanted to be a poet, you had to sing at poetry courses. You had to, I mean, poetry pubs. You had to go out there. If you wanted to be a comedian, you had to go to restaurants, say your comedy over restaurants. That's what you had to do. But in today's world, you can go on social media. Like you telling me, if everyone would home in for a half hour to listen to Seinfeld and and to listen to Jerry, Elaine and George and Kramer all have a show over a podcast. You're telling me you wouldn't fucking listen to that? I mean, I would listen to that religiously day in, day out if that was a thing. I would fucking love it. You know what I mean? You're telling me that you wouldn't listen to fucking, you know, you know, some fucking, you know, Bob Saget talk about all of his fucking money problems? I would. You know, or, or you wouldn't listen to Miley Cyrus being abducted by fucking aliens. Of course I would. You know what I mean? Podcasts are dope. That's why I'm choosing it. But social media is one of those places where you can spotlight your talent or spotlight your gift or spotlight your, your opinion. Spotlight something. 
There's a place for everything. If I want to go to YouTube, I can make it like an infomercial. If I want to go to, um, if I want to go to YouTube and teach someone something, then I can make a cool ass video teaching them about a product, teaching them how to use a product, teaching them information how to fix a product, teaching them how all the nicks and tricks and all that stuff. I can teach you and I can sell you shit on Amazon through affiliate links and make money. I can also go on Spotify and sell you shit through affiliate links, make money. I can also go on Instagram, sell you shit from my a website or a domain and make money. I can also be seen on Instagram by showing you my pictures. I'm a photographer. I like to take pictures. Instagram's a cool thing. I can do that on TikTok. I can do that on fucking Twitter. I can make fucking weird videos and shit. Show it on TikTok. Get a fucking couple hundred thousand fucking likes. I mean, it's fucking easy to do these days. And if you want to sit there and be like at the end of everything, oh, fucking put it in a plug. You know, put in your own plug, selling people your own digital merchandise. Why the fuck not? You can make an avenue stream from just that. And, and, and social media is fun. Like, who doesn't want to sit there and fucking talk shit on a fucking microphone you know, and play it back a couple times and say, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. You know what I mean? Who doesn't want to fucking talk about shit and let people know about it? And who doesn't want to tell people about their perspective and story? Because everyone wants to be heard. Everyone also wants to listen to the person that wants to be heard as well. Everyone likes sharing and discussing and paying homage to someone, whether it's a player or a listen, whether it's a view or a like. You know what I mean? Or a heart or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Everyone likes the little bit of attention and everyone likes to give attention. You know, that's why we're, you know, that's the type of species we are. We're a very social species. Yes, we are as a species developing all sorts of disorders. And that's a whole other topic of why that's happening through DNA, you know, splicing over fucking eons. But it's not just that, but you know, and, and that's the thing. Like we're all we're all in this together type thing. You know, we're all we're all making a social community online. You know, we're all uh, we're all we all love to to love and we all love to care and hate. We all love to bash and and discriminate. But when it's time to be a human and and pay homage to who you are as a human and reflect in a societal standpoint. It's time. And when it's that person that's, you know, selling you a, a burger at McDonald's that, you know, has a fucking wife or a husband at home that's, you know, a wife that's pregnant or a husband that's, you know, got two broken legs or fucking has no legs at all. Whether it's, you know, someone from fucking at a restaurant, you know, serving you food because they have a fucking drug habit that they can't, you know, seem to get off of. Or whether it's, you know, it's, it's someone... You know, just trying to make ends meet. We all have a story to tell and we all have a persona and a perspective. You know, when you're sitting there buying a product off of me or clicking on one of my affiliate links or clicking on something that, you know, generates a revenue for me, do you think about me? Not at all. You don't even know you're fucking doing it when you're doing it because there's so many ways to make money. Like, fuck, I can take fucking surveys every day and make 50 bucks a day just from doing fucking surveys, man. You can make money in every fucking way you possibly can. And like, fuck. I'm pretty sure there's a fucking science lab somewhere. You can just take a shit in a bag and they can analyze your shit. 
get paid 1500 bucks for that i'm sorry but fucking life is what you make it people and if you want to be seen there's that's what social media is for if you want to be heard that's what social media is for and it's growing it's you know people's perspectives they're encouraging they're encouraging freedom they're encouraging perspective they're encouraging creativity mind you they want to encourage it to an extent but they don't want people getting carried away with it to the point where they're bashing people and and humiliating people for what they what makes them happy because everyone in this fucking world deserves to be happy whatever creed you are whatever nationality you are whatever religion religion you are whatever your beliefs are you deserve to be happy everyone's human experience i believe should be equal we all should have a good happy human experience of course life is not a box of roses or a box of chocolates or or you know life's not a box of chocolates so you know it, sometimes you know life will give you those lemons and you got to make lemonade add some sugar to it sometimes you know you get a bitter apple but you can make a candy apple apple out of it sometimes you got rotten bananas but you can make banana bread you know whatever fucking obstacle that's thrown at you you can turn that fucking negative into a positive 95 percent of the time you know there's always something that you can do to benefit yourself and benefit others you can't be selfish in life and you can't you can't just think about yourself all the time because if you do you're going to be old and lonely if you grow old and if you if you think about yourself far too often then there'll be repercussions you have to think about others and you have to care about others you have to love yourself and you have to love others in the process and you know sometimes when i listen to these podcasts i reflect on these ideas and i put them into action if it's one of those things where you're just coming upon upon my my podcast and you're like holy shit this is kind of cool this guy's fucking giving a perspective from a photographer and i'm going to go deeper into that in a couple seconds but i'm giving a perspective of who i am as a human being so before you listen to more and more podcasts and think you know holy fuck this dude's living in his mama's basement sitting there fucking you know talking shit out of his ass every two seconds no, it's not that at all. I'm a fucking human being with fucking with a perspective and a, and a persona and I'm an individual and I have a fucking conscience, man, you know, but, you know, social media is how I fucking let it be, let it be told. You know, I throw my hobbies on there. I throw my artwork on there. I throw all sorts of shit out there because I, why not share it? You know, whether two or three people see it or fucking a shit ton of people see it, or I post it in a group and get, you know, a couple hundred likes or five, 600 likes or seven or thousand likes, or whatever, or do a TikTok and get a bunch of likes and shit Then I fucking do. And it's fun. You know, give me something to fucking do and you know is it is it getting to the point where i can't sit there and you know talk and talk my opinion of course not you can talk your opinion we just can't bash people you know what i mean so social media is a beautiful thing and this is kind of how the technology aspect of behind the photographer is because with me being a photographer it gives me the opportunity to put my viewpoint and share it, you know, across the platforms. And it gives, it gives me the opportunity to, you know, if I'm working with a client or something, kind of with my experience from practicing and taking photos of pretty much fucking everything, it gives me the experience to basically deliver what the client wants in very 
easy, successful ways. You know what I mean? I've had a couple of shitty clients where I went into it not knowing what the fuck I was doing and totally fucked up. You know, some I reimbursed and some I had to reshoot and some just had got bitter taste in their mouth. That was at the beginning, you know. When you start off, you don't know everything. You're going to get thrown obstacles left, right, and center through every goddamn career and, and profession or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Revenue, stream, revenue, revenue, or something. You're going you're gonna to run into fucking speed bumps, man. And if you don't learn off those speed bumps, then you're going to keep running into the same ones until you fucking level out that fucking track, until you level out that street. Get no, no more speed bumps. You got to physically remove them. You got to learn off your mistakes. And uh, me as a photographer, kind of when I when I started taking photos, it gave me the ability to tell that story, and I, it gave me the ability to express myself. I mean, there was so much time in my life where I was just sitting there making like these really vulgar, vulgar rap songs, and I do, I love it. I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna start making songs again. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna start producing all sorts of content because I fucking well want to. Why not? I got nothing better to do. You know what I mean? I don't have to sit there and work every day. I don't have to go out and do a nine to five. I don't have to do anything. I got to sit on my ass and make money. I, I just have generated revenue coming in. And, and that's just the way I like it. And that's the way it is. Like I'm allowed to sit on my ass and make money. You know, I don't have to do a nine to five. That's one way to make money is working for someone. You can work for yourself very well, easy. And that's another way to work for make money. There's a lot of ways. I, I, I suggest everyone go and research all the different ways to make money and fucking figure out how, you know, Look up the easiest ways for all of them. The easiest ways to research. The easiest ways to figure out how you can make money in every goddamn avenue. There's fucking books about this shit. You know, read them. I read books. I read Kindle books. I read fucking all sorts of fucking articles. I read documentations. I read, you know, factual shit. I read geography and historical events. You know, I read shit all the fucking time. I'm always reading. Some people say, oh, you're well read. You're well read. That's how they dismiss my fucking intelligence. I'm sorry. I'm a little bit more than well read. I'm educated. I'm fucking well read. I, I went to all different other pro college programs. I took um, um, psychology at Fancha, a community college. I um, took a web developing design at, a, at a, um, another private college. You know what I mean? I have lots of courses, you know, I got my forklift license, I have my gun license, I have all sorts of licenses, my driver's license, obviously, and, you know, I have all sorts of licenses, and I, I'm able to do that, I'm allowed to license myself, fishing license, I'm allowed to license myself to be able to go out and, and live a life that satisfies my cravings, satisfies my gills, satisfies the current that runs through my gills. And, you know, I'm allowed to be happy. I'm allowed to express myself. I'm allowed to have an opinion. You know, whether you get carried away with your opinions, that's one thing. That's why there's rules and Bill C-10 and Bill C-20 in Canada. That's how it is. There's rules. Sit there and say, look, you cannot sit there and discriminate people. You cannot sit there and bash people because you have a fucking opinion and you think your opinion is more and outweighs that human being. I'm sorry, your opinion does not outweigh any other human being. We're all fucking equals living the human experience. You know, take away your clothes. What are you? You're a fucking human living the experience, dude. Honestly. Yeah, you might be a different shade, you know, different pigmentation. But honestly, it is, does that mean that you're fucking, you know, a different human being? No. It just means you're, you're different, you're, you're, your ecosystem evolved you a little bit differently 
due to genetic manipulation through living in that ecosystem. And it's that simple. So anyways, you know, we're all equal. And that's what these laws are being formatted across the globe right now. You know, they're going to come at play and they have to because people get take things a little bit too far. They spread misinformation everywhere and they sit there and discredit the human experience and make the human experience something that it isn't. You know, they come up with all these conspiracy theories and, you know, out the tip of their fucking asses. You know, when the theories aren't right. The theories aren't relative and the theories aren't true. Wasting people's experience and, and diminishing their experience by bringing them to a falsified reality when that reality, in all honesty, is being human. Yeah. And having the experience. Should we have equal experiences? Of course we should. But anyways, I'm getting off topic. The man behind the camera is just an average fucking human with my own problems, living a fucking life, raising a family, you know, have a couple girls as my family, as my kids. I got my fucking, my fiance and my baby mom. You know, I've only dated like fucking, I don't know, 30 something people in my life. You know, I've, I'm, not, I'm not someone that's, you know, very popular. I've been popular fucking in high school. What is that, 50 cents? Damn, son. In high school, you was the man, son. What the fuck happened to you? Remember that song? I wasn't the man in high school, by the way. I just dated a girlfriend and hung out with a bunch of foreigners and had fun. That's it. That's all I was in high school. I wasn't the man. Still not the man. I just, I just the man that fucking has an opinion. You know, a man behind the camera. And so with, with me being that person behind the camera, every, my whole point of this is that everyone, everyone is equal and everyone is, is, is who they are, you know, that people express themselves. And I like how the governing bodies across the globe are formulating and, and articulating and uh, putting legislation across to make it so this can be a fun experience for everybody. I like how the globe is doing this and I agree with it. I really do. I agree with everyone you know, expressing themselves. And if someone wants to listen, then they're there to listen. If no one wants to listen, then who cares? Now, I believe you should stick with something. I believe you should stick it out. And I'm going to stick it out being a photographer and I'm going to stick it out being someone that's pumping fucking social media because I can. I don't have to work a nine to five. I don't have to get up every day if I don't want to. I can sleep all day if I want. Sit there and smoke fucking 20 joints in a day if I can. At least I'm not one of those dudes that's like a day drunk, night drunk, and all day drunk. You know, it's not going to be me. I'm not going to be a drunk. Am I a pothead? Yeah, I'm a pothead, but I don't smoke weed all day. Smoke weed like once a day, dude. Sometimes I don't even smoke weed once a day. Sometimes I smoke weed like once a month. Sometimes I take a break for a year or two and don't smoke weed for a couple of years. I mix it up, man. That's what life's all about is mixing shit up. But at the same time, you got to figure out that pattern. It's like why they say they have that millionaire pattern where you, you wake up at 5 a.m. every day, you know, because you went to go to bed at you know, like 8 o'clock and wake up at 5 a.m. And then you function. And they say you function the best when you do that. Maybe for some people you function the best. Maybe for some people you don't. Everyone has to find out what makes them stick out from the crowd and they have to find out what makes them happy. Because at the end of the day, it all boils down to your happiness. What makes you happy? What makes you feel successful? Because success, like I said before, is defined by the, the avatar. And then what makes you feel fulfilled and what makes you feel like you are satisfied with everything that life has given you? 
you have to make life something that is basically someone told me when I was going through problems when I was before I was diagnosed as bipolar someone told me you have to make your heaven out of any hell that you're given and you can make any your home your own heaven and as long as you can keep going back to that heaven you can when every time you leave your home you can take that heaven and spread that heaven through through um to whoever you deal with pretty much is what they said I may have worded it a little differently but it was the concept that stuck with me you know what i mean because you can make your home your own heaven so every time i leave my house i can kind of give a little bit of me to someone by talking about a perspective or an opinion or helping someone you know figure out a way to make money or helping someone you know have food or helping someone's human experience because then i feel satisfied that's what makes me feel successful is by helping someone feel something and helping someone gain some piece of information or helping someone along their journey. Because I'm no fucking better than the next man. And you're no better than me. We all have, some have different educations for different kind of concepts. There's people that graduate, or I was talking about that earlier, the people that graduate and they don't even go to school for what they graduated in. You know? But it's the experience. It's what you learned and the experience while you learned it. You mean, just because you have a bad experience doesn't mean that experience wasn't justified. Sometimes bad experiences leave you cut out in a way that you're not so much a cookie cutter person anymore. Sometimes that bad experience gives you a little bit of an edge. So you turn out from the regular, you know, basically uh, because it's almost Christmas. Well, Christmas is a couple months. Basically, you turn out from the classical gingerbread cutout to maybe a gingerbread with a guitar or maybe a gingerbread with a mohawk, but you turn into a different type of cutout and every experience, whether it's bad or good, will give you a different type of cutout and make you more unique. So you got to live for the experience. So when I say human experience, it's, it's, it's the things that make you a different individual from that cookie cutter. Because what if we all started off with the same same energy source? You know, and then we fucking spliced and became more unique through our journey. And that's what those experiences did is they made us more unique through the journey of the human, the human experience. And so the man behind the camera is me and this is me expressing myself and this is part of my human experience. And I share little tad bits of my human experience with you, hoping that you can learn from it. You as the listener, whether, whether it is, whoever it is, I don't care who's listening. As long as they can take something, whether positive or negative, and they can help them grow as a human being. So that's the man behind the camera. That's Photonics Photo. That's John Paul Kersley. That's John John, the cameraman. And then I have a bunch of other affiliate names that I could sit there and talk about what different people have called me throughout my life. But I don't care to do it. That's just telling and explaining my human experience and what's led me up to today. You know, and there's things in the future that I look forward to, and there's things in the future that are inevitable. I'm still a happy human being, and I'd be openly and welcoming your business, and I'd be openly accepting any kind of business that comes my way because I love people and I love humans. So I'm going to leave that on a high note today. That's the man behind the camera. That is John Paul Kersey. Photonics photo. Ciao.
Photo, got a lot of photo. Photonics 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 photo, got a lot of phot